Bam, we're live. Uh-oh, something doesn't seem right. Something doesn't seem right. I don't... Uh-oh. I don't see a single comment. Oh. There it goes. Oh, that was weird. That was weird. Good morning, Kenneth. Thank you for letting me know I'm on planet Earth. I don't know how long ago it was. What's up, Kaleeb? Hey, what's up, Sivan? Thanks for joining me. Yeah, anytime. Uh, I don't know when it was. Maybe it was like six months ago, but I said that uh, they were going to, it, it's over, that, that the whole woke thing is over. They're using racism to fight racism, conflating um, uh, people's uh, rights to sleep with whoever they want and sexualizing kids. It's over. Uh, uh, trick, uh, convincing people with melanated skin in the United States that the victim mindset and blaming other people is the way. I told you guys it was all over. In, in, in a little micro piece of it is what we're going to watch happen at CrossFit Inc. And we're seeing it one by one. They're taking out the racist people, the homophobic people, the people who sexualize kids, all the fucking bad people that in the name of goodness or allowing little schmidgets, schmidgets of that to happen, they're going. Like that phrase, go woke, go broke, it's true. Uh, it's almost like if, if, I, if I was a, a man who believed in good and evil, I would say like evil is being rooted out. It's fucking crazy. It's, it's, it's kind of amazing to watch it happen. I mean, I know I said it six months ago, but I really like, and, and I believed it, but um, it's fascinating. And what do I mean by that? I'll give you another example. When I was a kid, uh, when I was a libtard, I thought that affirmative action was cool because what it did was you leave some spaces open for people based on the color of their skin. But that's racism. But they called it affirmative ac- action. They just changed the name of it. That's that's what woke. That's what woke is. Woke is putting the LGBTQ flag in, up up high in your kid's elementary school instead of in front of the bar. Totally cool in front of the bar. Gays welcome. Love it. I fucking love it. Gays not uh, gay talk, not welcome at the school. Straight talk, not welcome at the school. Sex talk, not welcome at the school. Reproductive talk, welcome at the school. Not sex talk. And just the conflation of these things and that idiocy that is people's justification for their own fucking um, uh, mental retardation. uh, Not okay, and it's being rooted out. It, it's a joke, by the way, that in, uh, in our thing, it said breaking. It's not breaking. We've known that this lady who's the chief marketing officer for CrossFit Inc. would be gone four months ago. It was known. I'm just joking. Probably right what, as she was hired, huh? Say that again? So probably right as she was hired, huh? <laughs> well, it's funny. She made it to her one-year mark. I think she's been there exactly a year. Um, but I'm sure that was just to preserve her resume. She wants to, all of these serial executives, all they do is they go from place to place, 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 to place. They put systems in place and they're, they're, they're morons. She, she hired this company, um, called, um, or someone at CrossFit did. I'm pretty sure it's her called Sylvain. Sylvain. Started by a guy named Elaine Sylvain, S-Y-L-V-A-I-N dot com. Sylvan? I don't know what they're called. But uh, Rosa hired her, Hal. Rosa hired her. He, he hired all the fucking racist, uh, sexist, homophobic uh, people. And why do I call them that? Because the, uh, they, the divisiveness that they put in ends up costing the people that they're trying to help. 
So Black Lives Matter, we've talked about it. It would be uh, ad nauseum, but uh, led to uh, fascinating uh, numbers. But it's done nothing good for people with melanated skin. It's, it's only led to their death. 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 It's so funny, too, uh, that now all these things are coming out. The founder of Black Lives Matter stole $10 million. Who cares? I don't even care about that. It's the fact that they preach the victim mindset on people based on the color of their skin. It's nuts. But, Sevon, you're ignoring the historical data that shows that blacks have been oppressed for millions. No, you're enforcing it. You're in, it's word fuckery. You're enforcing it. You're enforcing it. You're the plantation leader. You're enforcing that blacks feel this way. You're enforcing that they that not only they remember the past of people who had similar colored skin, but you're enforcing that they demand something be uh, um, uh, 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 relived about it. It's not here, guys. It's not here any more than rapists are still here, and though they've always been here. Uh, people, you're fucking an idiot. If you think that people are not going to judge each other based on the way they look. Which brings me to number, and I'll come back. I'll come back. I'll come back. I'm not done. But which brings me to, I'll come back and talk about uh, uh, the CMO leaving in just a second. But it brings me to, uh, shit, where is it? Uh, 328, size doesn't matter. This is really interesting what this lady says. Because as much as it's true, it's not true. I want to try to get this lady on the... um. I want to try to get someone's going to be able to explain this better than me. I want to try to get this lady on the podcast. She's fucking cool. She seems cool. The little bit of an Instagram that I, uh, I've seen her on Instagram is really cool. But check this out. Size doesn't matter. She's uh, this is she's some sort of and when I say doctor, I use, if she's a psychologist, I use that learned term loosely. Uh, in examining boys, researchers found that the leaders of boy packs weren't always the biggest. The leaders were the ones who didn't back down from a conflict and defended others. This kind of confidence is the strongest determination of masculinity, even in boyhood. In another study, children were asked to draw their fathers, and children with positive relationships with their dads drew them as larger okay, proportion to reality. Emotional uh, interpretation. So, 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 so those are conflicting ideas right there, right? Of course. Like, I, I see what she's saying. It's totally about swagger. There was a fucking five-foot-two fucking dude at my fucking high school. He was a junior when I was a senior, and he had such crazy swagger, and he was a fucking pimp. Ryan Nash. Fuck, everyone loved him. The dudes loved him. The girls loved him. He was so fucking cool. And uh, and, and he was only 5'2". But, but that is cultivated differently than someone, the swagger of someone who's, that's cultivated who's 6'2". It might even be better. It might even, it, it, I, it might even be better and more authentic swagger if you're 5'2", because you had to find it inside of you. But if you're 6'2", you already have some of that freebie swagger. It's like having tits in the ninth grade. That girl yeah, is going to get it. Sorry? People don't want to mess with you when you're over six foot. Just yeah. on principle alone. Yeah, yeah. It, it makes total sense. And so yeah. I get what she's saying. Size, you, you, you can overcome your deficits and maybe if you um, i mean maybe you have someone like me who's five five or colton and then it's good because in turn it makes you have to cultivate i don't want to say overcompensate i want to say cultivate other avenues of stuff that's um uh non um maybe even non-tangible it's just some abstract shit some like uh just the way you talk the way you hold yourself the way you breathe but 
um, uh, be, being being bigger to say size doesn't matter is a, is a, is a uh, I, I get what she's saying. It's not a limiting factor. It shouldn't. It's never an excuse. But but it does matter. Okay, go on. And and I do and I really like her. Okay. Cause them to view their dads as bigger than they really were, and they describe their dads as helpful. And the contradiction part is, is because look at the kids drew the dads that they thought were cool bigger, meaning that people you could you could then flip reverse engineer that and say that yeah, people um, the kids drew the dads bigger because bigger people are cooler. Bigger people are cooler. I mean, just I I know we could argue that, but that's fifty one percent true. Okay, go ahead. Being big's cool. It's got to be cool. It's got to be fun. It's got to be fun. It would be fun to be a little ant for like a day, like in one of those movies. But being LeBron for two days would be better. Okay. Okay. You ready? Yeah, sorry. Studies involving women confirmed that the most attractive characteristic on a man wasn't his size. It's his confidence which was defined by a combination of assertiveness and pro-social behaviors. And the men who displayed confidence appeared larger to women. Women also report being attracted to earning potential expressed through work ethic and confidence rather than the size of the wallet. There's oh, a theme here, people. That. Okay, sorry. So that uh, two, two interesting things there. All the dudes I've ever known who are juiced up appear larger than life. Even even my, my homeboy, uh, Travis Bajant, he, he, he's six. One, he, he he walks around like he's 6'10". Everyone thinks he's huge. Everyone in their mind thinks of him as being like 6'5". How your your wife is 6'2"? That's a fucking jungle gym. That is a jungle gym. Hey, I met this lady the other day on the beach. Uh, she was a former Division One softball player. I wish I could remember her last name. Jen Schroeder. I met her on the beach in Newport. I bet you she was six foot, and I thought I, I was mesmerized by her. She had her little daughter on the beach. I had my kids on the beach. We'd meet down there every single day. I ended up actually going out with some drinks with her dad. Former Division One. She's a, she's a commentator for ESPN's women's softball. She was so fucking awesome. I was me- and she, first of all, she's one of those girls who's really fucking tall, but her shoulders are still back. You know what I mean? She's not like rolled mm-hmm. in hiding the titties and shit. She walks around like this. She was cool as shit. I was mesmerized by her. I told my wife, I'm like, you got to meet this lady. She was so fucking fun to hang out with. She was fucking confident, which, which I guess is kind of the flip, right? If you're a tall girl, it might fuck you. If you, if you don't know how to work, work with it. Yeah. My wife, this six fucking foot, chick yeah. was awesome. What? My wife's six over six foot as well. What? And yeah. We're both like over six feet tall. We're massive people. Wow. People don't want to fuck with her. Yeah. And, and and did she have to learn to work with that? Like like in in the eighth grade, are you trying to hide that shit? Yeah, I think she was a little like uh, apprehensive about it when she was younger. But then she realized how good she was at every, like literally everything. She played every sport. Fucking nobody messed with her. She didn't get bullied. Like, she does she beast. stand straight? Does she have good posture? Uh huh. Yeah, posture's huge. She I just friend. I had this friend in college, this girl, she was so fucking cool. And she had these fucking great titties and she had always had them. Like I talked to her about it. She'd had them like from young. And so she walked around like this, like hiding them. Yeah. And I just remember, fuck what? Like that sucks. I mean, I get it. Like you don't like, you're trying not to get that attention, but she should be walking around like this. They were crazy. You look meek when you do that. 
They're and still. So, I know her now, and she's like almost fifty, and they're still crazy titties. Say that, yeah, Meek, yeah. Well, it, it sends a message to you uh, implicitly, right? Or maybe it's even explicitly to everyone around you that's like so, something's wrong. You're damaged goods. Yeah, you lack confidence. Yeah. Okay. So, 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 so she's saying what well, she was saying something here about uh, self assuredness. Oh, when I I remember this girl that um i broke up with to be with my current wife uh one of the last things she said to me after i broke up with her and i was homeless at the time i was basically i was living in a car she looked at me and she goes man you have such earning potential and that really stuck in my head i was like hmm. i think that's a, she makes a very good point i never i never even considered it that way but it's always i feel like women are more attracted to men who have like aspirations who are not and, and actually work towards them rather than somebody who's like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to go work at the at the bank or whatever. Oh, you know, yeah. Well, um, when when uh, when my I, when my wife was writing her book, uh, um, Breathing with Lily, and she would spend like an hour every day working on it and I couldn't get her attention. I was that was the best. I, I'm like so impressed. I'm so fucking impressed. I think imagine S- Susan's fucking got a Susan's wife must love him. I look at Susan and I just see dollar signs. She, I wonder if she sees that too. Dude's an animal. Yeah, he and he wants to make he he's got aspirations. She hitched my Love wagon it. to Matt Souza. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're, we're two wagons. We don't have any horses. We're just two wagons. <laughs> uh, okay, so um, the, uh, cool. Her name is the Identity Doctor. Cool. Um. She's even sprinkles in some pictures of her, like in a bathing suit next to like, I think there's a picture of her next to a Trans Am and a, like a, and a pretty like uh, attractive dress. Could, could we go to her main page? And, and she's smart and she, um, you can tell she has aspirations and let's see. Yeah, she's hot. I wonder what she is. Greek, Iranian. What is she? Who told us they bought a Trans Am the other day? They joined the Marines and they bought a tra- It was that affiliate owner. Steve Bart? No, not Nick Sellers. I thought it was Nick Sellers. Yeah, wasn't it? That's the dude that got blown up in the uh, yeah in the cafeteria. Yeah, he said he drives a white Chevy Silverado now, but before he had a Trans Am. Look at th- this lady's. Um, uh, oh yeah, you're right. This lady like posts like all this like smart shit and then every like 15 posts there's just a fucking thirst pick with her next to a trans am <laughs> fuck thank you followers man she's cool i need someone to take thirst pics of me but <laughs> i just i just can't i can only imagine what those would turn out to look like uh, Sevan and I agree on the great titties. They're pretty cool. Yeah. Even if they're not yours or you can't see them or like do, do nothing to them. Like they're still just like, if you have just, they're cool. The answer, if someone tells you like what kind of boobs you like is just all of them. Like, yes. Yeah. Yes. Right. I remember in high school, dudes would be like telling me what, like the guys would be standing around talking about what kind of chick they like. I'm like, the fuck the one that likes me. Any chance. Yeah, the one, the, the one, the the incarcerated, you know, fucking one-legged albino that likes me is fucking hot. 
Like whichever one shows interest first, I don't care. Yeah, I want a girl with black hair who's tall. Shut the fuck up. You know all those guys that do the same thing. The one that will fucking hold my hand and tell me I'm cute. <laughs> but she likes chubby guys. Fucking down. Uh, we have a, um, a guy in the comments, uh, pretty frequently. His name is Richard Margarine. Uh, I don't think he is a CrossFitter. He, I don't want to say he's out of Louisiana or Alabama or something. And, uh, his, uh, sister, uh, we, I just want to show you his sister's GoFundMe page. Uh, he's a regular in here and his sister, uh, needs a heart transplant. That's fucking crazy. And this is her GoFundMe page. I I don't know what I'd do at that point if someone tells me they need to fucking switch out my heart. It, so, it sounds like a lot, doesn't it? It's a pretty extensive uh, surgery, that's for sure. It's, uh, it, it, uh, it, uh, Stephanie Weems. Uh, it's... Oh, it's a uh, National Foundation for Trans. Is that is that a GoFundMe? I don't know if it's a GoFundMe, but it's uh So if you want to go over there, say it again. It's not a GoFundMe by name. It's a foundation for transplants. So it's S T E P H A N I E. New word Weems, capital W E E M S. I don't normally do this. Stephanie Weems. Uh, Google her, go to the National Foundation for Transplant and give her five bucks or 500 bucks or, um, it's, it's, uh, it's, I I just, I'm so glad I don't need a fucking transplant. I don't want to do any transplant. I don't want a hair transplant. I don't want no transplant. A friend of mine, or I guess technically my brother-in-law, he had a double lung transplant and that was like the most that's Drastic. both lung, and that's all your lungs, right? When you say double, you mean all your lungs. Yeah, both. Like of them. there's not like a third or a fourth. It's like, hey, you're gonna get we're gonna take out the thing that you need, the trans the part of your body that takes the air you breathe in and turns it into fucking mixes with the blood that you use to stay alive. We're taking those out and giving you new ones, right? That's those things. Correct. Yeah, like they give oxygen to the lungs, them. right? Or to the they give oxygen to blood, right? And then take the carbon lungs also take the carbon dioxide out. Correct. <clears throat> oh fuck! You can't switch those. Yeah. So he had he had a completely transplanted both of them. He's doing really well now, but it's a pretty serious surgery. They do a, it's a they basically like crack your ribs open from right below like your nipples and kind of open you up, and then they have to harvest them out. They put you on like a some sort of bypass type machine, and that breathes for you. And like circulates everything and then they switch they put in the new lungs and they have to like you got to reattach everything all the blood vessels got to get reattached the lungs have to go back to the to the tubes essentially and it's it's extensive <sighs> the thing is with the body the, the part i always trip on is it's really it's not like a car right i, I guess some things are like like where you can it, just hook like two arteries up together. It op- I would say it operates like a car, but it d- does not have the same like interoperability as a car. Like what's that? Every mean? like like if I took the engine out of like a Chevy truck and I wanted to put it into a Chevy car, I could do that. 
but I couldn't, but like in a human body, it's a little bit more complex. Like sometimes if you do a train, if you, even if you do get it transplanted, sometimes that like the body just rejects the transplant. So like yeah. if you, if, if somebody gets a set of lungs, sometimes the body, like even if you do all the testing necessary to match up everything properly and all that stuff, you could say like the lungs could get in there and months or weeks later, the body just says that there's something wrong with it. It's not compatible. And then it rejects it. And you start having like infection, the body doesn't want to like the lungs don't want to operate properly, all that stuff. So it's, but if you think at it, think about it from how the body works in general, you like, you have muscles that operate with fluids and like you could say that the oxygen is your oh, gas. I see. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, when you graft the plant, so I, ha- I, when you put an avocado seed in the ground and it grows, it won't give avocados most of the time. Most of the time, it won't ever give an avocado. But you can take a, a branch from an avocado tree that does give avocados and cut it off and basically graft it, stick it, sh- shave the edges and shave the edge and tape it to another one, and then it'll start growing. Okay. Yeah. That, so that's the part that trips me out about the body. Like it's part that you just got to get the fucking pieces of flesh up against each other and they'll start doing their magic shit. But it's also the part, like it's got to be lined up perfectly, but the lungs seem like, I just think of capillaries and I just think of like being in grade school and them talking about how fucking tiny that shit is. And I, and I just, I, I fucking can't get my head wrapped around it. It's like on a microscopic level that, like some stuff we just don't even understand yet. And it ha- that shit has to grow back in there. Yeah, right. I mean, you've got stuff like the liver that will actually just like grow itself back together. But then you have other pieces of your body that there's no possibility of that. <clears throat> I-, I saw a video one time. I was watching a, a, a video on fasting. And then the next video that came up on YouTube was about liver. And it basically said that if you left your liver alone, you have to leave your liver alone for four days. What do I mean? Leave it alone. Like you can't drink alcohol for four days. You can't uh, take Tylenol stuff. There's this whole list of shit you can't do to it. There's you, you can't cause it to go into this certain kind of mode. And after four days, it'll start rebuilding itself. And if you basically leave it alone and don't fucking abuse it for nine months and whatever that word abuse means, you'd have to look up the details. It'll regrow an entire liver as long as you had 10% of it left. So but once you drop below the 10% mark, you're toast. So it's basically, I was thinking like every few years you should take off like fucking nine months of like Tylenol, Advil, alcohol. And I, I think that's maybe stuff even that coffee. Yeah. I think people don't, don't really understand the effects of like when they do take Tylenol for Tylenol or ibuprofen like consistently. Um, it can really damage your kidneys. It can damage your liver, all that stuff. And like, if you're taking it on a regular basis, rather than addressing the problem from like a physiological standpoint, like exercising or going to physical therapy or whatever it is, then you have some long-term problems that you'll never be able to reverse. Which brings us to long-term problems at CrossFit Inc. (laughs) Nice segue. Thank you. They, so this lady, she's the chief marketing officer, Aaron, and she's quitting or she's being fired. Well, I, I don't know if we'll ever know the truth, but she's leaving. She's been there a year. I, th- this is harsh to say this, but she did she did nothing. This is a CEO sweater. All the shit at Life is RX is insane, by the way. It's so fucking good. It fits good. It feels good. It's thick. It's quality. Just in- is it a heavy hoodie or is it like a – It's like in the middle. It's in the middle. 
I mean, I'm fucking all geared up. It's fucking so nice. I'm I'm sweating. I'm forcing myself to wear this to advertise it. So this chick, Aaron, was brought in by Rosa, clearly woke. Next, it'll be the CFO who's gone, Allison, that interim CEO. She's woke. She's going to be gone. Trish, the fucking HR chick, she'll be gone. The whole fucking DEI council gone. One, but they're going to have to get rid of all those people. It's it's coming down the pipe. All, and I know if you guys are listening, it fucking hurts you guys and scares you. I'm sorry. You could change. You could stop being woke. You could start being a loving, accepting person. You could stop fucking living this lie of like, hey, we need safe spaces, but can't talk about Trump or guns in there because that doesn't make it safe. But you can talk about removing the titties on girls at nine years old. No, th- th- like you're fucked up. You can start acknowledging the fact that it's OK for people on the right to think that um, aborting babies is killing babies. You just you just, you just got to start fucking using your brain a little bit. I'm not. um uh I'm not asking you to do anything crazy. I'm not, you can still be pro choice as a motherfucker. Just stop. You got to stop lying yourself and stop switching the words on things just so that they make sense to you. You have to, you can't, a, a vagina belongs to a woman. You just have to roll with that. The problem is, is that you're, you're defending your delusion in your brain instead of coming out here to the outside world. You have to understand that, that you're delusional and it's okay. You can be like, well, the right's delusional about, about, about God. Of course they are. Everyone has, everyone has some fucking fucked up, made up shit that they're doing. But it, but two wrongs don't make a right. So, so, so those people are all going to go because there's not going to be a tolerance from that from the community. It's gone. People were scared to speak up. Now they're fucking speaking up. The revolution started like six months ago, and you guys will be weeded out. Also, the thing is, is you guys don't work. You guys don't actually do anything. The CMO was in office for a year. She did nothing. The fact that the CrossFit Journal... I'm going to tell you a story about the CrossFit Journal. When I when I was uh, doing the CrossFit Journal, when I was running the CrossFit Journal, it was the greatest uh, publication on the planet if you wanted to know about health and fitness. Not because of the content that I created, but it just was that way. And there was a shit ton of content in there that I created. But but the first, I don't know how many journal articles are all things that were written by Greg Glassman. And it's a compilation of fucking 10,000 um, uh, pieces of information. At some point in 2018, for some fucking cockamamie, crazy, insane reason, Greg's decided to pull it down from the front. I think he thought that we ruined his journal, that we dumbed it down. But he's he couldn't have been more wrong. Greg was so fucking off base with that. The thing with CrossFit, the thing with um, CrossFit is it, it's it's the truth. And so it needs to be expressed. It can be expressed over and over and over and over tens of thousands of ways, just like any truth, just like there's some essence of truth and the fact of the unknown and God and religion. And so that's why there's this constant flowering of expression of it. And so there's this truth in CrossFit in terms of the movements, which Greg, who does not believe in God, always gave credit to God for creating. He never created the movements. And there's this truth in the uh, nutritional component, which is the foundation of CrossFit. And because of that, the journal is just the the. Um, Greg thought that people like when Heber and Mars, um, and I don't mean to pick on them, when they expressed their version of the truth, he didn't like it. He thought it was a dumbed down version, and he was wrong. Everyone should be. He was wrong. He wanted the journal just to smart to talk to the smart people, and that was a fucking huge mistake. And, and we know now that the smart people are like like during the pandemic, the smart people were the dumbest people in the room. They're the ones who caused the most damage. So, so basically we had this journal, it was the greatest piece of, uh, of core, um, curation and made content for health and wellness and expression of how you should use your body and treat your body. And since 2018, it's been hidden. It's no, it's not on the front end. 
so at one point I had got together with Gravitas. They are the um, publishers of the um, CrossFit documentaries. And I got together with Gravitas and I put together this proposal with them where we were going to make the journal available on OTTs everywhere in the world. There's like 27 to 35 OTTs around the world. An OTT is the Apple TV, the Hulu, the Amazon Fire. When your Samsung TV has a smart TV and there's apps you can download on the bottom like YouTube or whatever, that those are all OTT, over the, over the top. That's like the industry term. And they were going to make OTTs, CrossFit OTTs, for every single fucking platform out there, whether it be Sony TVs, Apple TVs, all that shit, right? Over the top media services. It's how Japan watches TV. It's how it's the only way I watch TV. I only use Apple TV. It's how I get to everything. So they were going to make an app and they made us a demo app, uh, them and another company or no, another company that I had paid $50,000 to made us a demo app for Apple. It was fucking insane. So you could get every single fucking journal article and it would publish every single day. 95% of the shit in there was free and you could just watch it on your Apple TV. This was months before the pandemic happened. I had that set up. They scrapped it. All the all all Greg or or the CEO at the time had to do is push a button, and that would have launched. And everyone who was trapped at home would have had access to the entire journal. This company Gravitas, we had arranged a deal for them to help us do that. And if just like one percent of one percent of the people who are cable subscribers would have downloaded that app and purchased CrossFit, it would have been thirty million dollars for CrossFit Inc. I had the whole proposal ready. It was it was like a fucking slam dunk. It, it, it's idiot. It's idiot stuff. This chick, Aaron's been there a year in the journal, which is her, the only app. I mean, she doesn't even know what CrossFit is, first of all, but it's the only, it's the, it is CrossFit. The journal is CrossFit. If the L1 trainers are CrossFit in, in, in terms of they can, if, if the L1 seminar staff is the, is the, um, each one of them carries the seed for CrossFit. Like if everyone died and just one L1 uh, seminar staff lived, CrossFit could go on, let's say. Imagine that model. The journal is that in writing. How the fuck is it hidden? How is it not being published in every single day and pushed to the front and a steady drumbeat? One of the things that we did at CrossFit is we made we went to the, the L1 seminars a lot and we gave away all that content for free. And then we also published every day because we wanted it so that if someone went to YouTube and typed in push-up, a CrossFit video would pop up. We wanted to own the airwaves. That's kind of a uh, archaic way of saying it, airwaves, but it used to be by air. We wanted to we wanted to own the the Ethernet. We wanted to own the um, fiber optic lines. Anything fitness? Thank you, thank you, Caleb, for your. It's a big word. Yeah, thank you. I knew that a fiber optic line is like the new airways, right? We wanted to own the fiber optic lines when anyone typed in anything fitness. We, there was a guy there, Kevin Daigle, and he was in charge of getting our entire 10,000 uh, piece library up into Amazon. So you could buy it, even though it was free over here. And people are like, why are you selling it over there? I'm like, who gives a fuck? We'll sell it here. We'll give it free here. Whatever. Like we'll do, we're going to do it all. That's what's so Put it crazy. On Kindle. Pardon me. Put it on Kindle. All that, yes, we were going. It would be, it would be everywhere. But the point was, is in some places you could buy it, some places you could watch it for free, some place, whatever you wanted. Like, there's tons of shit that I could get for free, let's uh, like on YouTube, but I still buy it on on Apple TV because that's where I watch it. It's like buying an audiobook, and then if you like the book, you buy the or like getting the audiobook for free, and then buying the buying the actual hardcover later. Yeah. Just give people what they want. 
And this lady was in office for a year and she didn't do any of it. I don't want to rip on her I, I, because probably her hands were tied to. I don't want to rip on her other than the fact that she's woke, other than she pushed the agenda that kept the uh, foot on the um, black man's neck, uh, hated on the white man, sexualized kids, and uh, um, and and, and um, ostracized homophobic people or uh, homosexuals under the guise of doing the opposite. I mean, it's some vile shit. But other than that, um, her hands were probably tied. She probably had no budget. She didn't know what she was doing. She she doesn't know what CrossFit is. She she was destined to fail. Do you think they're trying to like create their own database with something else, or do you think they just forgot? They don't know what, them? dude. They're out at sea with fucking no oars in the water. You ha- like, here's the thing. Here, here's you have to. You guys have to understand this. What's happening right now, CrossFit Inc. The L one is so fucking potent and strong and powerful and exciting and generates so much buzz just by anyone going to it that that thing. Nicole Carroll's department is just generating money. Affiliates are coming and going at a high speed. They're losing a lot, and a lot are coming in because twenty year olds take the fucking L one, and then within five years they're excited to fucking open. And it's just this. Um, it's just this boat at sea that can't figure out how to grow or where to go or where to point the front or how to expand. And it's just getting tossed and turned while fucking Nicole Carroll fucking uh, uh, makes enough money to keep the whole thing afloat. That 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 is 100% what's happening. Nothing else. And then there's these other fucking idiots making noise like fucking Justin Berg over at the game is probably like, like, like he's going to fucking contribute something. You are not. You are not. And uh, and that's basically so until someone takes control and starts like and you you have to understand CrossFit is a media company because everything's out of there's nothing. So if you go to this company, Sylvain, that they hired that CrossFit Inc. hired a company to tell them who they are. That I mean, that is fucking nuts. This company was built on integrity and authenticity. Sylvanus Strategy and Design Consulting uh, cons- Consultancy. As agents of progress, we seek to uncover truth, explore possibility, and create lasting impact. Me- that means nothing. But if you do look at their Instagram account, it's pretty fucking cool. They do make some great design, but these people will never know what CrossFit is. They will not. They will, 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 will not. And um, – what, you would never hire someone – they should have never hired someone on the outside to tell them who they are. If you, That company, Sylvain, has worked for, with like Disney, Amazon, Twitter. It's, it's just all the woke sellouts where their only thing is to fucking make money. You can't do that with CrossFit. You have to get it back on track with its integrity, its authenticity, and its honesty. Yeah, it, 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 there's some cool shit in there. They just work with just douchebags though. I, I, and, yeah, I, and I went to their Instagram account wanting to hate on them, but their shit's actually – I actually like their stuff. But yeah, they have no – biz. they have nothing to – they have really have nothing to offer at CrossFit. CrossFit has to find – that's like mascara on a chick. Like if she's if she's uh, 150 pounds, you know, if, she, if she's just a, uh, overweight, she fucking um, doesn't go to the gym, she fucking um, hates Jews. I mean she got other shit to work on. She got a fucking – Tighten up. She got to stop hating the Jews, and then she can put the mascara on. Sylvain is like way down the road. Like your shit's already tight. CrossFit's not like tight. I, and I'm I'm curious. I told you guys if you if you, um you guys probably can't afford me, but the plan is so simple to fucking get uh the the boat on the boat on track again. It's so fucking easy. 
You have to be making content out of the level one. You have to be spend $500,000 a year doing 52 $10,000 pieces showing transformation. You have to fucking give um, the current uh, um, social media team s- s- some more resources. You have to fucking bring the fucking morons at the fucking games who have no fucking idea what they're doing, that media team, fucking under control. It's the fucking the last fucking bastion of the woke over there. And they're, they're, they have the most important forward-facing piece that you have. You got to bring the fucking journal back up. Don't do stupid stuff. Like ask Danielle Brandon to flip the camera off for a photo. Just wait till she does it. <laughs> she's going to do it regardless. Yeah, she's going to do it. Don't make yeah, fucking dumbass videos celebrating that your games team is 13 of the 17 employees are women. Like, fuck off. You're dragging it down. Problem. You're dragging it down. All you do, they made that. When, when, when I was there, there was this fucking crazy Instagram post we made where it showed Marsden running along the side of the athletes as they were sprinting in one of the events. And Marsden's holding a... Um, gimbal and people are like the world's fastest cameraman it's like yeah just if if you you, like just do shit like that to celebrate the people there's some beautiful there there were some beautiful shots i remember of uh mariah moore uh filming with a camera that was three times her size on the on the um field of play in carson show a picture of that you want to celebrate a fucking tiny hot mexican chick holding a giant camera just show that you don't have to say shit we see it There's another chick out there that's carrying a crazy camera. Like the lens is like the size of her. I think it's like Meg Sellers or something like that. I don't know who that is, but yeah, just show that shit. Fuck. She's like tipping over. Yeah. Yeah, They don't even know what a woman is. That's the thing. Isn't that the irony? It's those same fucking woke morons who don't know what women are, but they're celebrating women. It's a fucking mess. They're it's a joke, but the good news is, is one by one. All those people are toast. They're toast. The revolution is here. It's been here. There's going to be, we're going to, it's, it's finally, there's this Taoist saying all problems must flourish before they come to an end. I just didn't think it was going to happen like this. I had no idea that the fucking, because I was one of those libtards, I had no idea that the fucking haters and the fucking persecutors and the people keeping uh, uh, the black man down, black, black hawk down, the black man <laughs> down, where, where I, didn't, I didn't know it was me. I didn't know I had been tricked to do that fucking nuts you, you want to hear see an amazing story go read um uh, malcolm x's autobiography by Al, alex haley wrote it kind of weird that it's his autobiography and alex haley wrote it but that is a fucking transformational story about an amazing fucking dude and the shit he had to come to terms with is fucking hardcore i think i'm gonna get a malcolm x shirt you think we can you think we can get travis to make one Oh, yeah. That's a good idea. You're right. I wonder if I could steal uh, by any means necessary. And it's my face on Malcolm X's, like, I want to culturally appropriate his hair and, like, some of his shit, his, his like, swagger. Be the next newsletter. Wow, that book is cheap. Yeah, this isn't a fucking incredible book. This book changed my life. I didn't get it when I read it either. Like, now I get it more. Now I really get it. I've been trying to read the Tao, and I don't think I get it right now either. 
No, it's yeah, it's a lot, right? That's the thing with the Dow. You can't really get it. If you get it, you're like, okay, I must be, I must be reading into it. Look, and it, it takes a lot be. of mental capacity to fucking yeah. read I mean, that shit. I mean, listen to this fucking retard, Mister Lao Tzu. Look, and it can't be seen, huh? <laughs> if you look, it can't be seen. Listen, and it can't be heard. Reach, and it can't be grasped. Um, Sevon, what do you think of? What do you think of what Chase and Bill are doing by going through the journal one by one on their podcast and chatting about making a binder vision of it? I don't know what that means, but uh, David, I have not watched those, but I'm so excited by it. Excuse me. I'm so excited by it. It's it's, uh, it's going to be good. Oh, I didn't even put the number up. It's a live call-in show and I didn't put the number. Sorry, my bad. It's up there. Oh, it is? Okay. People just tired on a Monday, I guess. Um, are, are, is that, what if a, are you in a room that like where patients are seen? Yeah. Have you been talked to at all by anyone about the podcast you do from Bahrain or wherever the fuck you are? Um, no, not really. Nobody's, everybody's kind of cool about it. I'm as long as I stay out of everybody's way, I think they're pretty cool with it. Does anyone else have any, any like, um, side hustles there? Like there's someone there like knitting like scarves and selling them and shit or. Well, there's a dude that we found the other day. He like sets up in this common area and he's got like a whole string of like LED lights and then speakers. He's got like this whole fucking like Twitch stream set up and he like plays video games and he takes up probably like a whole room. And if people are getting pissed off with him and I got I started to get a little worried that they were going to just put out. He's going to bring the house down, like be like, okay, no more of that shit. I know it's like, bro, you're gonna you're killing the vibes. But. Hey, th- that's like the other day. Um, my dad, my dad's pretty hardcore liberal, and my da- well, it's weird. I don't know if he is. God, I should figure that out. <laughs> you, you uh, that. But I mean. I should figure it out. It's a trip. It's a trip. That's a whole nother show. But anyway, we were, we were walking along the beach and there was a guy there. I used to always buy coffee from, and he was gone for three months. And then I walked by the other day and he's there and I go, dude, you're back. The city's let you back. He goes, no. And I, he goes, as long as I stay in the street, they told me it's okay. So now this guy has his coffee cart in the street, but not on the sidewalk. And so now it's a complete shit show when he's selling the coffee. Cause the, the way that people line up around him causes fucking chaos. Right. Right. And, I'm like, this is a fucking joke. And he's like, yeah. So as my dad and I walk away, I'm like, man, they should just fucking let this guy go. And my dad goes, if they let this guy go, then there's going to be 20 vendors here. And I'm like, nah, that's not true. Well, on the walk, lo and behold, a little further down, there was someone selling snow cones and ice shavings, you know, with the syrup on them. And then another someone else selling fresh coconuts. And I'd never seen that before. And I was like, oh shit, my dad's right. Here we go. Turn into India. (laughs) Yeah. Bazaars on every corner. Yeah. No offense to India. I was in Newport Beach uh, for a long time, two weeks, and they have these bathrooms along the beach. This is one of the richest communities I've ever been in, and I've been in some fucking rich communities. I've never been to Monte Carlo, but I spent a lot of time in Beverly Hills, Scottsdale, New York, um, San Francisco, and I... Uh, Newport Beach has a shitload of money, like crazy money. Like 
So, so, like I was in Dubai and just every car at the hotel is like a two hundred or $300,000 car. And there's thousands of them just rolling in uh, constantly. <laughs> but it's like that Newport with boats. It, like everyone has a fucking one to fucking $100 million boat, no exaggeration, parked in front of their house. It's fucking bizarre. And uh, boats that are like mansions. And um, so along the beach, you walk there and they have bathrooms every mile let's say and they're they're built on the beach and they're these big huge concrete structures made out of cinder blocks and there's a man and a woman side it looks like a rest area right like you know when you drive it's like one of those but it's just sitting on the beach and you go in there and there's no fucking doors on the stalls (laughs) none of them i love that The only person who would take a shit in a fucking stall with no door is a child. And they don't even want to do it, but they could have their parent protect them like I did or a homeless person. And yet the reason you don't have the doors on there is to stop from homeless people going in there. You fucking idiots. You fucking idiots. The third person would be a military veteran. Oh, good. Good. That makes me so happy. Like, because you guys do it all the time. Open door shits all the time. What do you so Which so is how probably you, equivalent to a homeless person? <laughs> right. So how do you I'm glad I brought this up on here with you on here. So there's a point when you're in the military. So so I went to a Grateful Dead concert one time and I took some mushrooms and and I was not a fucking hippie at the time. I was wearing like a 49er hat and the guy I was with was wearing a Raider hat and another guy I was with was wearing a Dallas Cowboys hat. And we all took mushrooms and we went in there. This I think this was my first year at City College. And I remember going, we're the only three people in here with fucking baseball caps on. We're the only people in here who like, like, like we look like we, we were like wannabe NWA guys, three white kids. And, um, and everyone else was a fucking hippie. And my, my buddy looks at me and goes, Hey dude. And I'm tripping. He goes, you can either trip or you can go with it. And I was like, fuck it. I'm going to go with it. <laughs> and I, and I just sat on the stairs and melted into the stairs and let people like walk past me for hours. It was fucking crazy. Um, and it was good. It was a great trip, but, um, is it like that with, with shitting? So at some point you're in the military and you're like, okay, I, I you just, you just stop caring. Cause of, I mean, you all have to shower together and you're like within six inches of each other. Just, fucking lathering yourself up to get in the shower. And then sometimes like you just, I mean, a lot of times you don't have a bathroom, like stall, like the walls. So you're just shitting on toilets with open walls and doors. And, and then out here it's like, it's not ideal. So it's kind of the same thing. <laughs> and, and, and so when you're in there and you don't have a door and there's, there's a guy next to you or guys, in, let's say you have to fart. You just let them rip. You just let it just let it rip. Yeah. Yeah. And you and you actually become comfortable with it. They're like, like they're enjoyable shits. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, you just have people to talk to you the whole time. So, like, you, if you don't have your phone. If you don't have your phone on you. Like, you can't just like. You talk out, to like, people while you're shitting. Yeah, of course. Wow. I can't like read the back of my shampoo. Like, wow. You just fucking. You just have. You just talk to the dude a couple stalls down or whatever, and. I would only. Um, Incoming text message. Um, I, I, I would, I talk to my wife while I'm shitting. My kids, yeah. my kids. 
that's that's the kind of relationship. I mean, the bathroom in our bedroom do. doesn't even have a fucking door. It's it's one of those bathrooms you just it has no door. Like you just walk into it. Yeah. Um. And I always ask my wife, like, is any like if we're not, if I'm gonna shit one of the other bathrooms in the house, I ask her, hey, is anyone coming over? And she says no. And then I never shut the door. But, but I I don't know if I've ever. You just Caleb. What are, are we going? What are we doing later? <sighs> I don't know. Uh, I don't know. You want to go go out for a spin in the Humvees? Sure, yeah. sure. That's cool. Let's swing by and get some uh, um, caffeine first. Yeah. All right. All right. That's when you find out who wipes front to back and back to front too. Wow. I, I actually thought about asking that, but I didn't want to bring that up. Wow. <laughs> wow. Who stands when they wipe and who sits when they wipe? Wow. They're standers. Yeah, for sure. Because think if, about it: if you're gonna sit and wipe, like. You kind of, I don't know how you do it. Cause then your whole arm's dirty, right? I guess. I but so your standard, my thought is, is that if I have to stand to wipe, it like pushes the butt cheeks together and makes it creates a mess. No, I feel like if you're sitting, your butt cheeks are squished together. No. All right. I, fine. No, no. I, I have to be also, I'm kind of hey, open to each his own about this. If there's an open urinal, I'm using it, dude. Sorry. I got to piss. <laughs> I'm like that too. Like, fuck you. Hey, Get over it, buddy. Yeah. And what sucks about urinals is um, all the different heights. If they're too low, they splash. And for here's there's no standard. No standard. And you can tell, yeah, this is going to be whoever designed the urinal, you're a fucking idiot because only 10% of the urinals don't cause splatter. And that means someone figured it out. I don't want to finish pissing and look at my pants and it looks like someone's fucking sprayed it with a mister. Yes, exactly. Like, dude, have you ever thought about it? Like when you're holding it, like your base, like all of your arms are just getting covered in urine. Yes. So if you don't do like a full fucking scrub in the arms, you're carrying that into dinner. You're carrying it into bed. All of it. You're fucked. I went to the bathroom one time and came out. I was wearing some Lululemon pants and they were blue. And they and I didn't realize it. And I came out, and they were. Com- it, it looked like I pissed my pants. And there were like fucking twenty people there. And Greg said something to me out loud in front of all of them, like Jesus Christ. Did any of it make it in the toilet? I was like, fuck. <laughs> fuck. God damn it. Fuck. 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 I gotta stop. I want to ignore this guy. Why do I click on his shit? Who is this guy? Jeff. No more Jeff. I don't know. Someone give him a wrench so he can ban himself. Sevon, answer this. Answer what? Call into the show and ask me. Uh, there is a um, – if you don't get the newsletter, uh, you should get the newsletter. Uh, you would go to the Sevon podcast, uh, thesevonpodcast.com, sign up for the newsletter. And every newsletter, there are two things that we try to promote uh, for sure. Every newsletter, I believe. One of them is the L1 and one of them is the Larger Bodies uh, Seminar, which is brand new, and it is awesome. Everyone I've talked to who's gone to it has loved it. It has been organized, created, curated, and being uh, continued to worked on by the uh, creator and founder of it, uh, Athena. And I'm trying to think what is the uh, – I think that they have their inauguration maybe this weekend. Let me see. You know what that – do you know what that um, – what the seminar is called? 
Charger. The one that Athena's running? I can't remember. Yeah. Uh, and you know what they're doing? They're taking this. This seminar has already picked up quite a bit of steam, and they're taking it to Brazil. I think they already have 50 uh, people signed up. Um, here, uh, here we go. Is it Scale Nation? Scale, yeah, Scale Nation was definitely the group. I know that was the Facebook group. Athena Perez builds course aimed at educating coaches about working with larger-bodied athletes. Uh, I'm looking for the exact um, – looking for a link to it. Oh, she also has a pretty amazing book uh, that I read when I had her on the air. Um, working with larger bodies. That's just, did you find the uh, website to sign up? She has a book yep. called Lifting the Weight. I highly recommend this book. And you know, she has an amazing voice, and you should get the audio book. It's called Lifting the Weight, W-A-I-T. And, oh, yes, yes, working with – oh, so she's here in the comments. Austin, Saturday, September 10th. Thanks, this is This is someone who has taken um, – the CrossFit journey and just fucking run with it. And now giving back in, uh, I don't even know what this means. Giving back in spades. I don't know what that means, but I think it sounds fancy. The, um, so I, we, we, we publish a link to her seminar in our newsletter and we published, and obviously I, I had to have sent a thousand people to the L1 and the L1. Well, I shouldn't say no one, but um, I, I don't get any money from that. And Athena sent me money. She I did? Yeah, I didn't cash it. She sent me like an electronic check, and I never cashed it because I just want to do it. But for the people that have signed up where she can see, she can track them where they came through the newsletter, she sends me. She would send me a cut. I did not accept it. It's not because I don't want the money. I want the money. It's just not part of the deal. She's also hella nice. Yeah, and she's just starting, and I'm just starting. Like that shit has to like. I I, I don't want to take from that. I want to uh, I want to give to it and, and make sure it grows. It, when you're selling a when you're selling a thousand a weekend, I do want a large cut. <laughs> then I want a large cut. Okay, where are we? Back to back to back to the. Uh... So we know. So another executive gone. That this executive was. They called her the chief marketing officer. Um, when I was there, I was called the executive director of the um, media department. She is part of what they call the C-suite, meaning she's at the highest level below the investors in the board. So the C-suite would be the um, chief financial officer. That's the chick Allison, who uh, I, I suspect is won't be there much longer, and. Uh, the CEO Dan Fall is in that group. I don't. What uh, the irony is is, or the bizarreness is, I don't think Nicole Carroll is in that group, and yet she's probably the most qualified. Anyway, so this girl, this this girl's gone. I don't know where she'll go. I'm sure she'll go to some other. But she she was the one that came from Waze, the app. She was the chief marketing officer over there. Waze is that app that like tells you where to turn if there's traffic. <laughs> I don't know if they'll repla replace her. If they do replace her, God, they be they better do it from within. 
They, you just need, speaking of heart transplants, you need someone, you put a new heart inside of this person and you forgot to fucking hook up all the arteries. So it's just fucking sitting in there and blood splattering everywhere. At least like promote someone from within so they can get the original shit back up and running like the journal, like the OTT, they finish the OTT project. Get someone who's me. When I was, when, when, when Greg sold the company and Andrew, oh, Andrew Weinstein's going to be gone soon for sure. For sure. These are all, there's, there's this club in there. There's this group, this like of, of allies, the woke allies. Andrew Weinstein, Trish, the HR girl, Allison, Aaron. One by one, you guys are toast. Go woke, go broke. Nicole Carroll is not in the C suite. Because she actually provides value to CrossFit. C-suite is for worthless employees. Understood. Understood. <laughs> Imagine that. I should, I need, I, I'm, I'm going to invite Nicole Carroll on the show. I've invited her before. The, the only reason why I don't bug her incessantly is because I'm a little bit intimidated by her. And I don't I, – I, not intimidated by her. I don't like – I don't want rejection. It's like asking like the pretty girl to the dance or asking like you know one of your friends to spend the night. And I just don't want them to say no. But fuck I it. Asked the parents first. I asked Bill Henniger to be on the podcast. I asked Katie to be on the podcast. Did you get ghosted? No, no. No, okay, good. I, I don't think Bill Henniger's ever done a podcast. I don't think so. Dear Bill. There's like barely inform- any information on him anywhere. I try to Google him and there's like nothing. Dear Bill, I would like a Stairmaster... And that's, that's a big ask, right? <laughs> dear Bill Henniger and Kate, maybe I should dear Katie. Dear Kate, dear Bill, dear Bill and Katie. Mr. And Mrs. Henniger. <laughs> I used to have a little bit of a crush on Katie. I never said that out loud. It was a little more than a little bit. Because uh, she, she won the 2008 CrossFit Games. Oh, yeah. She's like, makes sense. That's when I was a child and I used to have crushes. (laughs) You grow out of that? I wonder if my wife knew that I had a crush on her. Yeah, kind of. I did. I kind of do. I kind of only have eyes for my wife now. My wife's awesome. I'm not just saying that. Should we, should we, I wonder if we should revisit every show. I was thinking about visiting Kanye's Instagram. <laughs> I, so I just saw some stuff about Kanye recently. Oh, well, let me finish my love letter to Bill and Katie. Dear oh, Bill yeah. and Katie. It was crazy too. Cause I was already with my wife. Like she was my hardcore girlfriend. I knew I was going to be with her my whole life. But when I saw Katie win the games, I kind of had a crush on her and she, and, uh, she, and I was and then I, rem- and I think Bill was her coach then. I don't even think they were dating. But then quickly after that, they were dating, and they began to build the rogue empire. No, Katie's not my spank bank. I, only my wife's in my spank bank. That's how I kind of know, by the way. What I don't is know a if spank I should, bank? I don't know if I should go off on that right now. But in the, like when I met my wife, even, even like it took me five years to get with her, but even th- I always have just thought about my wife. The only person in my spank bank is my wife. It's weird. <laughs> I'm just, a, I just, I'm just all about my wife. 
She's I'm not dope. saying that in, in like to be some goody goody. It's just it just is that way. I just can't help it. I just want to be with her. She's so awesome. I'm gonna fucking end the show and go fucking and get in the spank bank. <laughs> 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 the thing, the crazy thing now is is my kids my kid my kids are like starting to like get a little protective over it, and so I can't help but you know when you know something's gonna piss someone off. So like mm-hmm. it, so if if if, if they're like watching TV. I'll just be in the kitchen and I'll start hugging and kissing my wife. And I'm like, Hey boys, what do you want to do after the show? And they look over and they fucking lose their shit. Ari will actually come run over. <laughs> Don't touch her. Like, I fucking get off my wife. Uh, so dear, dear Bill and Katie, um, I would like a, uh, Stairmaster. And I, I'm concerned about the ropes that I purchased, uh, five years ago because they've been outside i purchased like seven 15 foot ropes for my rig and i'm concerned that they, that one day i'm going to be climbing them and they're going to snap please give me a significant discount that a poor podcaster like me can afford thank you and and <laughs> you should probably offer something right in return and in return I'll kick Katie out of the spank bank. <laughs> no, she's not in the spank bank. She's not in the spank bank. I promise. Uh, uh, in in return, I have fucking nothing to return. I can't give you guys anything. You guys have everything. Uh, I would also like more shit. I would like to get access to the Rogue Invitational. I would like to send two or three people there to with iPhones to uh, film like behind the scenes stuff and cool shit like that. Thank you. Thank you, Bill. Thank you, Katie. She was, this is a good Katie, trade. Katie was never in the spank bank either. That's I, I didn't let her in, so don't don't believe the rumors. Uh, in return, you can let them sponsor the show. Ah, oh, well, yes. Thank you, Wadzom. That's, that's that's a great investment. Yes. I, I don't know. I'm obsessed with the stairmaster. I, it, it's going to be one of those things I purchase here soon. Anyway, you have how long do you go on the stairmaster? I don't know, but uh, but you, uh, here's the truth, the 100% truth, because Matt Fraser uses it, I want it. Uh, you want one of those? Uh, I do. I want that... one of those, too. I want one of those, too. I don't think uh, my garage is so, has so many little knickknack things like that that I don't I, – I did not pull the trigger on that. That is within reach of me. I could, like, probably buy that today, but um, yeah. I check my piggy bank. Um but the Stairmaster, fuck. Just the fact that Matt talks about it, the way he talks about it. I told I, um, Hiller and I, when we were together, we were brainstorming shows. I go, you know what show would fucking kill? Is do the 10, just start doing shows promoting shit you want to buy off of the Rogue website. Their website's so beautiful. Do the top 10 things that you would, if money was no object, you'd buy. Do the top 10 things that um, you would buy if you wanted to start doing CrossFit. Do the top 10 things you should not buy. I mean, just fucking do a fucking whole milk that, that site is so dope. They just put it, they just installed a new weight room at like University of Maryland or something. And it looks incredible. Like I remember when they just like first started doing like outfitting colleges. Oh, Rogue did it. Rogue did it. How do you know? Can you pull it up? How do you know? Yeah. I think they posted about it. 
Alisa Carr Redow. Elise. Uh, Stairmasters are awesome and Jacob's Ladder if you use it correctly. The thing, I you're not going to like this, Elise. But I'm going to tell you, but don't tell anyone else. The reason why I want the Stairmaster is because I think I can watch TV at the same time like I do on the assault bike so that like I can be doing research for, um, on podcasts I'm going to do. I like to go in there late at night, like at 10 o'clock. Let's say I was going to have Kaleeb on. I would go in there at 10 o'clock the night before and watch a podcast that he did while I sit on the assault bike and just drench sweat. Yeah. And so if I got the, if I got the Jacob's ladder, I don't think I could do that. The Stairmaster is fucking. Okay. I feel you. I don't know what that means, but I feel you. I feel it. I feel it. It must have been a story, but they, it's, it's crazy. It's fucking wild. Stairmaster, it's Sevon. It's not the Stairmaster. You're wanting to be like Matt Fraser. Hmm. I think I want to be more like Rich Froning. And I think the Stairmaster is the way to it. I am not obsessed with Matt. You are, you are, this is not correct. Here it is. Wow. Wow. Dude, it's beautiful. Is that, that just plays automatically, that slideshow? Yeah, it's just a reel I think they created. Wow. I don't approve of the reel. It's jank, but it's cool. That's cool. Look at those bars. What bars are those? I don't know. I've never seen those before. I was going to wait. Wow, that's incredible. That room is incredible. Hey, yeah, no that's doubt. not one that's not one of those universities uh where they tell you you can't deadlift. Yeah, no way. Did you did uh Will Plummer, he was talking about how at his school they wouldn't let him do any Olympic lifting. They won't let him do Olympic lifting or deadlifts or anything like off like pulling off the ground because they said it's too dangerous. It's fucking silly. Uh, how sweaty do your headphones get? Uh, they get sweaty. I, I'm sure that's the thing. Oh, why? It's Jeff again. I don't want to click on Jeff. Uh, got one used for like 2K. You do have one, Gabe? P-A-P-E-R-S-T-C-O-F-F-E-E.com. Paperstreetcoffee.com. Don't spell out street. Do not spell out street. It's just ST. Paperstreetcoffee.com. Use the code word Sevon. Get 10% off. When I when I first started talking to Gabe, he said that it was just a hobby of his. Then I spoke to him the other day. He was on the air and he says it's getting close to not being a hobby. Dude, he's been sending me coffee out here and it's like everybody loves it. J-O-B. Oh, Gabe, I'm down to my last bag. Speaking of which, thank you. People keep asking where it's coming from. I'm like, it's from the show. You're welcome. Does he does he grind your shit or did you get it as beans? I get it as beans. Yeah, I get it as beans too. And then how do you, you have a grinder there? Yeah, I just have a little like hand crank grinder. Wow. Wow. Hey, you should force yourself to use your left hand. Oh, yeah. Left-handed. So you get balance. <laughs> um. I saw something this morning when I woke up that I'm a little bit embarrassed about, but I'm also really excited about. I saw that um, 
So the other day, Andrew Hiller, when uh, after the show was over, we stayed on, uh, on StreamYard for like 20 minutes and just chatted. And I showed him my um, Three Plain Brothers YouTube station. And he was like, holy shit, you fucked up. You shouldn't have done podcasts. You should have kept pushing this Three Plain Brothers thing. This thing would be huge. Um, Because I just kind of stopped making videos of the brothers. And uh, today he released a video talking about my kids and that in that in that YouTube station, the Three Plain Brothers. It's called uh, "Who Will Win the CrossFit Games Next." I don't think my kids will win the CrossFit Games in 2032, but they really are spectacular. It's weird going out with them because if you go out with them, we, we we are we will always get stopped, always, always, always by lots of people. People want to come over and talk about them. And it's because they do like trippy. They look cool, but they also do just trippy shit. And they're polite, but they like if you go to the coffee shop, they'll jump or climb on something, and everyone's like, "Whoa, what the fuck is going on?" Yeah, these dudes. And because they're dressed like girls. It's metrosexual, right? Hey, so I got him. I got those were too tight, and I and I got him bigger stretch pants now. And now the stretch pants he has are baggy on him around his waist, but not on his thighs and his ass because they're so fucking crazy developed. And the other day, I took him to tennis, and his tennis instructor, who's as serious as a heart attack, never cracks a joke. He goes, "Those pants are a little loose, huh?" Like making like finally after two years, he's like letting me know, like, "Hey, the pants you put on your kids are too tight." Like you put fucking stretch pants on your boys, fucking idiot. Oh my god! Mud water is superior to God. whatever. You're a jackass. This fucking Jeff guy. Jeff. Uh, yeah, right. When gyms were trying to sell all their shit because they were closed, I pick one up. Jeff. Jeff reminds me of how I feel it felt about Andrew Hiller back in the day. Oh yeah. Tomorrow morning show is going to be crazy. I wonder if I should invite someone on to like fight with Brian. Like I should have Rich Froning. Like maybe he'll come on and be like, "What the fuck you mean? I'm not at the top." Maybe get Pat on. Oh, Pat! I I, I do want to have Pat on. Uh, um, tomorrow morning, seven a.m. Brian will tell us who the 30 best CrossFitters of all time in the world are. Dudes. Penises. Got balls in the front. Meat and potatoes. It's going to be good. And, you know, he says to me, too, like, he goes, well, there's not a lot of changes. Who cares? Even one change is awesome. Even one. Depends on who it is. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be, it's good. It's going to be good. And this thing doesn't change. This one doesn't change a lot. I think we've only done this show once before. I wonder how often this changes. But I'm pretty fucking excited. It's going to be good. It's going to be really good. Down at the down at the bottom too. I think the first year he only went ten or twenty, and then there were some like honorable mentions. And this year it's going to thirty. I would rock the shit out of a cardigan, CEO shirt. By the way, I'm wearing these pants again today. I don't know how to describe these pants. I got them. They're my first joggers I've ever had. They're they're from a company called Primo. I was turned on to them by Blaine Barber. These pants, um, oh, wow. I, I don't usually use the word um, gay to describe something, but if I were to go to a gay bar, I would for sure wear these pants. 
or if I have, when I have gay friends, I would go out with them. There, they just put me in touch with like my, my, they put me in touch with my masculinity. They're just so fucking nice. The, 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 uh, do golfers wear them. Golfers. I mean, you see the way those guys dress. It's like just too, it's like just these pants are so nice. They're like Lululemons to the next level. Lululemons were feminine. These are like homo masculine. I can't explain it, but they're dope. Even my sister said, my sister even made a comment, but um, she did say they look really good on me, but she said that it it looks like, you know, maybe I I, I bat for both teams, which I'm I'm fine. I mean, I'm fine with. Hello, caller. Hi. What's up, guys? What's up, dude? Uh, Y'all doing all right today? Richard. Yeah, yeah. What's up, brother? How are you? I'm good. What about y'all? Uh having fun. I have uh <clears throat> I have uh 17 more minutes left with Kaleeb and then I'm going um to uh jujitsu with my kids and then I'm free all day and it's gonna be a fucking great day because it's gonna be hot and uh, I have some friends in town and my sister's in town. I think I'm gonna go to the beach. And I'm I'm like approaching 36 hours of uh fasting because uh so I get to eat today because I didn't eat all day yesterday. So yeah, so I'm pretty excited. What, what, what you gonna have? Uh I'm go my wife as we're speaking is blending a pound of raw beef with three dates and a third of a cube of butter. And I'll go in the house and sprinkle some salt on that. Wow, Caleb, good job holding a straight face as I say all this. And I'm going to sprinkle some salt on it and um, and eat it. Just a pound of raw meat. Yeah. Well, are you- I'm, uh, I'm thinking about putting, I'm supposed to put some uh, pork tenderloins on the, on the smoker. So I'll think about you in a little while while I eat those. Thank you. How's your sister doing? <laughs> She's doing good. She's a, uh, <clears throat> she's good right now. She's got an appointment, uh, like, I don't know, the middle of the month to go back to, uh, Birmingham down here in Alabama. And I think they've got to do some tests, uh, to see, uh, like check the pressure in her lungs. And because that was the big thing to start with, they were, they were talking about doing like a double lung replacement and a heart transplant if they couldn't get the pressure down in her lungs, but they think they may be able to just go with a heart transplant. So. Right. Are you, is she going to like the University of Alabama hospital? Yeah. Yeah. That's a yeah. fantastic hospital. It's a great hospital. You're not just saying that to make him feel better? No, I'm dead serious. That's a great hospital. <laughs> hey, um, what happens to her heart, her old heart that she needs a new one? Uh, Well, so we've got me and my sister and my dad. We've all got, uh, I think it's hypertrophic cardiomyopathy which is just like the thickening of the walls of the heart and uh you know i have that on my penis i have that on my penis i have the thickening (laughs) of the walls of my penis regularly regularly it's a problem since since i've been in high school it's been a problem but uh over time it just gets stiff in the middle and the the blood doesn't pump from one side to the other is as efficient and um i mean like I don't know, a couple of weeks ago, she had a, a episode where she was feeding the dogs or something. She had to sit down in the yard and she woke up where she had passed out and her defibrillator had shocked her, woke her back up. But I think they said her heart rate had got up to like 270, about 270. So if, if she wouldn't have had the defibrillator, it would have, you know, she would have probably died. But um, how long has she had that? So yeah, me, uh, she's had it since she was 16. So oh, wow. she's, 
40, 43 now, but I've had one since 2015. And then my dad, he's had one for, I don't know, probably 14, 15 years, something like that. But did you say you have one, Richard? Yeah, I've got a defibrillator. Yeah. You, your dad and your sister all have defibrillators. Yeah. Has yours ever had to uh, uh, save no, a life? No, I had never. No, mine had never went off. Uh, I had never had any kind of. We just got a pacemaker built in too, but you know the. Every time I go to the doctor, every six months they they check it, and I've not had any kind of. It doesn't even have to pace for me, so it's more of like a preventative thing for me, uh, as far as just in case something happens, you know it, it it's there to save my life, I guess, but. <clears throat> That's yeah, my... it's just a. They've done some genetic testing and all, and which I have another sister. She doesn't. She doesn't have the heart problem, which I've got a little girl. We've uh, done the, the the genetics testing on her, and she. They said she was. She doesn't carry the gene for it, so that's that's the good part about it, you know. Oh, congratulations! Maybe, uh, that's awesome. Yeah. How, um, how long did your grandfather live till? Uh he he lived until he was. I think he was 82. Oh, okay. Uh, but I think it came from my 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 dad's mother's side because uh, she died when he was three. Uh, and that was back in like 62 or something like that. Uh, they were, it was just one of those things. They were in there laughing and playing in the bedroom. And next thing you know, she fell over dead. And, you know, back then they didn't really have any idea of what, what went on. But I think that's, I think that's what happened with that was, you know, heart rate got up too high and you know she just didn't never woke back up but uh richard sisters, a serious show but you know richard's sister's <laughs> name is stephanie weems w-e-e-m-s you can google her name find her uh gofundme page and donate to her getting a new ticker fuck how how long does she have before she has to get it get it uh well she's number four on the list so oh uh they they you know, I mean, she that could change at any time, but so she's just um, waiting for know, four people to die, and she'll get a call, and that's it. She goes pretty, pretty much. I guess she's a uh, which she could move up on the list. If you know, if, oh, someone's if, gonna if die Labor Day heart. weekend from drunk driving for sure. She's she's gonna be number <laughs> two by fucking tomorrow. Yeah, that's the problem. They, if they if they don't, you know, if they don't, if they get a heart that doesn't match with some of the others, you know, then she may move up the list. But she's got. It's about a three and a half hour drive from where we are, so she's got like a four, four and a half hour window to get there. So um, <clears throat> they told her pretty much to have her bags packed and be ready to go at any time. So why? Because as soon as they get the heart, it has to go in. It can't get old. Yeah, I think they've got a certain, you know, I guess I got a certain time limit on it. I guess, but I don't know. Caleb probably knows more than that, more than I do on that. What were you going to say about drinking drunk drivers' hearts, Caleb? Are those no good? Yeah, usually if they're like. I'll donate certain organs. Depend. I mean, you have to be a pretty healthy individual to give away your organs. You also have to like pass away or die from like something not super traumatic, which is, I mean, it's not, not to happen. There's plenty of people that die like that all the time, but, but uh, you could get decapitated in a car accident and your body still be okay. And your heart still be good. Yeah. Probably. Decapitated. Oh, Caleb just broke up. Uh, Richard, thanks for calling in, brother. Enjoy your 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 pork tenderloins. I'll be thinking about you. Yeah, man, I appreciate you uh, 
you know, giving a shout out. And uh, I, I appreciate all you guys. You, you guys do, do a good job. I appreciate Keep it. Up the good work. Richard Margin. Okay. Thank you. Thanks, Richard. All right, man. Bye. All right, man. Thank you. Is this a CrossFit show or a medical call-in show? God damn it, Jeff. It's not a CrossFit show. Ever think this is a CrossFit show? Not even tomorrow when Brian's on here, it's a CrossFit show. It's a show to pay the bills so my fucking kids can go to jiu-jitsu and so I can tell, I can express my temper tantrums about being fired from CrossFit. (laughs) Is this therapy for you? Sometimes it is. That's for sure. Okay, no bathroom dolls on the stoles. So, so, but so we, we don't. You don't. Newport needs them, right? They're not soldiers, right? Or, or do you? Yeah, yeah. No, Newport needs your stalls for sure. Good. Okay. Fine. Newport gets stalls. Okay, three three twenty six. I don't know what this one is. It just says Biden. Biden. I think that's referring to Joe Biden, or maybe Hunter Biden, maybe Jill Biden, but it's a, a Biden. Biden. It's a show about nothing, maybe. No thing. I would go. Oh, this is insane. You guys, this guy is fucking running for fucking governor. This is insane. Uh, The perks of Florida. Sure. I cover the White House normally. Will we be seeing you in Florida? Do you want Biden to come and campaign with you? Absolutely. Listen, look what Joe Biden's done for our president. Biden, forgive me, has done for our country. He's been exceptional. Look what he's done for the world. I mean, what's happening? Him bringing NATO together, uh, new members to NATO, Finland, Sweden. It's it's remarkable. The EU. I mean, what other president could have done what he's done? He's been phenomenal. Gas prices are down. Inflation is trending down. Democracy is trending up. I'm running against a guy who's against democracy. He doesn't support mail-in ballots. He doesn't support African-Americans and their right to vote. Joe Biden supports all of that. He's a good man. He's a great man. He's a great president. I can't wait for him to get down here. I need his help. I want his help. And he's he's the best I've ever met. I know this man. You're talking about the perks of... <laughs> so, what? So... There's people who've said that uh, Donald Trump is racist, and I've looked for it. Joe Biden is openly racist. Like you can openly, you can you can just go online, just go to Google and just start perusing. And he's saying DeSantos is against. Like I don't want to defend DeSantos, but like, dude, are you out of your fucking mind? No offense, Joe Biden's an insult to people with Down syndrome. He is a fucking marshmallow googly gook fucking mess he's uh he's dysfunctional he's he's not even like a a, he's not i would be willing to debate that he's not a man if the woke crowd wants to go with he's a woman i'm i'm uh, or, or maybe that's not nice what a mess sorry i know he's your commander in chief caleb and i don't mean to uh diss him but he is um it's okay we're all concerned he he's uh and, and i don't mean to pick on the geriatric i don't care actually i don't care i'll pick on the geriatric i, I don't care but like if you're a retard you're a retard it's just the way it is like don't be in denial like he's a retard i feel like he's just doing that just to try to get some clout 
That guy's running for fucking governor. It's probably why he's saying those things, just I, so somebody will listen to him. So you don't think he really believes that? You think he's he knows he's lying? I, part of me wants to. He's just, yeah, he's just bullshitting. Oh my goodness. Okay. Uh, okay. I'm, 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 I, that was so bad. I can't believe CNN gives gives people the bandwidth for that. Uh, I don't know what three nineteen is. It just there, I didn't write anything about it. Maybe we can um, three nineteen. I erased three twenty. See what three? I'm, I'm a little scared. I'm a little scared. Oh, this is insane! This is insane. Have you seen this, Caleb? No, I haven't. This is fucking insane. And so this is the thing you have to understand. So this is why I get so angry with the woke. This is why I go after fucking the DEI council at fucking CrossFit, Weinstein, uh, all those people. I lump them all up, whether it's right or wrong. I lump them all up with people like this. This is the same methodology of confusing people that Andrew Weinstein's used, that Allison Chick has used, Trish, all those fucking idiots over there. This is all this is they come from that woke mob where they think they can just change the definition of words like gender versus sex. And, and I know the rights equally as fucking retarded when it comes to fucking using those words wrong. And by the way, if you don't see the importance of using those words correctly, you're part of the problem. You ha- you should start using those words correctly. You should definitely not talk shit about people like me who fucking d- d- explain why it's important to use those words correctly because it's because of that that everything's fucked up gender is in your imagination it's between your ears and sex is on the outside and it's real it allows us it's a signifier for something that's real that we can agree upon no one could ever agree on gender when you see the words on a bathroom sign all genders are welcome that's idiot talk of course all genders are welcome they've always been welcome it means that when you walk into this bathroom you can think whatever you want there's no way they can stop that. Gender's just thinking. It's it's just thinking. It's like saying, uh, it's just thinking. What it should say is, it, this bathroom is designed for people with penises. This bathroom is designed with people with vaginas. That and and, and what that's why those the the man and women characters signify that. That's it. And so this this is the kind of talk. By the way, this is a great Instagram account. Everyone should follow it. Gaze against groomers. Everyone should follow this. This is fucking nuts. These are these people on the this is the woke crew. This is the left trying to fucking normalize pedophilia. That means 50-year-old men having anal sex with 4-year-old boys. That's what pedophilia is. That's what pedophilia is. Minor attracted persons. I'm just going to pump the brakes right there because allowing language control to enter the scene is what causes the slippery slope to begin. Do not let language be controlled. These are not minor attracted persons. These are pedophiles. But let's continue watching. Because they are probably the most vilified population of folks in our culture. And most folks are making incorrect assumptions about them without actually knowing much about them. And those assumptions create harm for an already marginalized population. They are lucky that our assumptions are the only things bringing them harm right now, but please do continue. This term simply means that the 
person has an enduring sexual or romantic attraction to minors. They've not chosen this attraction, just as the rest of us have not chosen whatever our attraction is. In that right there is why I bring up language control and why this is so important. Saying it in the same terminology as we don't choose our attractions as adults, saying that in terms of pedophilia is extremely dangerous. Let's be clear. Pedophilia is not a sexual orientation. It is a mental illness. It is a disease that requires treatment. It is not normal and it should not be accepted. You cannot comply with this language control and you cannot comply with self-censorship. This is dangerous and it has to be addressed. Today, I want to talk about... And, and it's the victim mindset again. I don't choose. I don't choose to eat a Snickers bars every night before I go to bed. I don't choose to fucking uh, ass rape a fucking four-year-old boy. It's This shit is fucking nuts. Fucking nuts. Hey, I love the idea of fucking going to the store. I love the idea of watching a bank robbery movie. And then fucking getting 10 of my friends together and getting all the guns and robbing a bank. I love the idea of that. That sounds awesome. I would never fucking do it in a hundred million years because I, I don't want to be, I don't want to get killed. I don't want to kill anyone, but just robbing a bank sounds fun and exciting. Riding in there on fucking horseback, having guns on my side, but I don't do it. I don't fucking do it. This is tombstone. I just like, I've always wanted to rob a bank since I was a little kid. It sounded crazy. Have a fucking car, a muscle car waiting outside with Vin Diesel. I run in. And while I'm grabbing the money, some chick's like, you're cute. And I fucking squeeze her ass. Get her number. Fucking, they don't have a choice. I mean, just the, just as soon as you hear that, it's just. Imagine using that. Your Honor, I saw to my 64 boys, I did not have a choice. Hey, dude, the left, the left went after Kyle Rittenhouse for killing three white guys when one of them was running down the street screaming, kill. And you know, he said that word. Kill. You know that word. Kill all the it's that racial epithet. You know what he said. Then he ran up to Kyle Rittenhouse and attacked Kyle Rittenhouse, and Kyle Rittenhouse shot him from the seated position because he got knocked down by this guy. And then when we look into it, that guy had been released from prison earlier that morning for sodomizing fucking seven boys or something between the ages of four and 13. Like, shut the fuck up. And but that and, and, and sorry and I'm I'm, I'm so, so, so say it again, Khalib. I said, but he didn't have a choice. It's just what he yeah, does. Yeah, he didn't. Have, thank you. Yes, yes. But I didn't have a choice, right? That's what I see. That's all the people on the left. That's what they're. Those are the people they're defending. They're, they're imagine the somebody mindset. saying that to like after their kid just got sodomized. Oh, but I didn't have a choice. Like, like I I could give a fuck, dude. You're dead. I don't. I don't care if you're attracted to fucking little boys. I don't care if I want to rob a bank. It's not okay. We have rules for a reason. Fuck you. It doesn't justify it's there's no slippery slope. There's no room. That's why that's why it's fucking open hate season right now on on uh, on on all eth- all races, all ethnicities. It's open hate season because we let in a little bit of room and we called it affirmative action. And the whole victim mindset and everything proliferated and it's like a little bit's not okay. In the name of goodness. It's okay. They're marginalized. That means nothing either. So what if you're marginalized? 
Think of every time someone from the left says that, they want you to bring a whole narrative to it. I don't care if you're marginalized. That should not matter. Will you look up that word for me real quick? Marginalized. Fuck, I got to go. I'm going to read this definition of this word and that word and I got to go. I'm attracted to John Young, but I don't act on it. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you. That's the first cool thing he said. Tell, right, tell me what you want to do to John Young. I want to hear what you want to do to him, though. You see, marginalized a person or group treated insignificant or peripheral. So what? Yeah, you mean like kids? You mean like when kids talk at the dinner table? Shut the fuck up. The adults are talking. It's okay to marginalize people. Of course, there's marginalized people. When I went to the Dead concert, and I was wearing a 49er hat. I was marginalized. So what? It means nothing. And they want you to bring they want you to bring this whole fucking narrative to that every time someone uses that word. That's what that's that triggers their emotions. I know no one wants to hear it. I hear you. Ooh, I know. I saw my sister in the comments saying she'd fucking turn the show off. I don't have a choice in finding pedophiles disdainable scum that need to be purged from the society. I know my wife doesn't want me to say anything that that leads to people getting hurt or anger. So I always just say this. I put them in a fucking rocket ship and shoot you to Pluto. Savon, you wear hats, but no shoes. I, oh, I wore shoes back then, too. I have no idea. I, I think it's both. I think it's both. Here's the thing. I think that if you I think honestly, I think you take all the women off the planet and all of us are butt fucking each other in fucking 30 days. Dudes recalibrate so quick. Dudes, re- the, that's the thing. It, the whole thing, if, if we want to be completely honest about it, it's, um, I, I hate to fucking just go down this because I, I was being so articulate, but men are disgustoids. My friend told me one time, if a man does something sexually that fucking shocks you, you don't understand men. That still doesn't give you an excuse to fuck with boys. It, fuck you. We have to protect our boys and our, and our girls, of course. Of course. Okay. Um, send them to Uranus instead. That's fine. Uh, God, Jeff. I fucking, how are you always in the fucking up on the screen? Richard Margin, Paper Street Coffee. What do you recommend? <laughs> uh, medium roast. roast. Love you. Uh, Khalib, thanks for coming on the show. Guys, see you tomorrow morning for the 30 best CrossFitters who ever fucking lived, who have penises. Those are men. And this is not a fucking CrossFit podcast.